0: Hey sister,
1: are you ready to create more alignment, more freedom, more impact, and more abundance so you can live a life that you freaking love? You're listening to Living in Your Full Potential, the podcast for conscious female entrepreneurs that are ready to rock their life and business with bliss, joy, and ease. I'm Jenna Fay, founder of The Sacred She Sisterhood full-time digital nomad, women's mindset coach, and online business success strategist. You can expect impactful, valuable trainings that'll give you the high-level strategy and the nuts and bolts of creating a life in your full potential. So are you ready, sister? Here we go.
0: Today we are talking all things storytelling How this can help grow your business, how you can better connect to your audience, and how you can really take things to the next level as an authority figure in your industry. So you may have already done some storytelling. You may be doing this currently in your content creation, your posts, your live videos, Or you may be throwing your hand up in the air, like I know I once did, of wondering, like, where do you even start? Am I interesting enough to have a story? How do I know if it's going to resonate with my audience? How do I get people to actually consume it? Because a lot of the time, people are creating stories, people aren't actually reading them. Like It's not hooking, it's not captivating your audience. So the first thing I want to tell you when it comes to storytelling is you already have all of the stories that you need. Every memory, every experience, every lesson can be a story. A good story captivates and grabs the attention of your audience. So you basically already have the tools. You already have the stories within you. So if you never had another day of potential story creation in your life, I promise you that from all of your previous experiences and lessons and learnings and downloads, you have more than enough stories, and you can share them in a way that are gonna connect you to your audience. Because if you've ever made a post where you know it's really, really good, say you've made a high value post where you're sharing a bunch of tips, and you know that it would be very valuable to your audience, yet it's not really getting the traction and the engagement that you know it could. Chances are that maybe you're not sharing enough of yourself and truly connecting with your audience. So although not every piece of content needs to be a story share, it is a really good thing to have in your toolbox to be sharing in the mix of different types of content that you're sharing. Because if somebody feels connected to you and they can feel the humanness in you and they can relate to parts of your story that you're sharing, chances are they're going to care a lot more about all the other pieces of content that you're putting out there because you now have something in common. They feel that they can connect to you, that there's similarities there. And this is truly how people connect. People connect through experience. People connect through pain. They connect when they can relate on things. So bringing storytelling in isn't just for you to toot your own horn and share a story. This is where the soul meets strategy when it comes to sharing your content and sharing your stories online. If you'd agree, it's a very noisy online world. That doesn't mean it's on abundant. There's more than enough to go around for everybody. However, to really stand out in the noise, you need to be different. You need to be disruptive. And in order to build your authority, people need to hear that you've gone through struggles, you've overcome challenges, that you are walking the walk and talking the talk, which is what storytelling allows you to do. It bases that emotional connection so you can then continue to share value with them. So it's more about how to use and how to tell the stories and less about not having the stories. So when it comes to where do you come up with these stories, how do you start creating them? One of my number one tips for you is to start thinking about what things have shifted your life both big and small. What kind of downloads and aha moments have you had even recently in your life where it's created some sort of shift for you? What happened in the moment? What were you doing? What led that change to occur in your life or in your business for you? And that, my friend, is a story. So there's all sorts of different stories. And it's not only just you and what's gone on in your life. It doesn't have to be You know, The Jenna Show and All About Me is an example. When I share stories, I also share client stories. I share stories of friends, stories of things that have happened with me while I'm with people, stories that I've read, metaphors. There's so many different story type things that you can be doing that it doesn't always just have to be, I was going to the store and then this happened, this is what I learned. That's just one way of telling a story. So start getting creative and thinking about what's a client's story that's happened. And you don't have to use their name and give the whole thing away, but maybe you can use an example or a piece of it. If you need to get their permission, if you're wanting to use names or anything, but you can simply just use a client story and say, recently, one of my clients experienced this. They had the shift. This is what happened. And you go into the result. We're going to talk about that a little bit more in a moment of what are the three fundamental parts of a good story. But before we get into that, we're going to talk about the five different hooks for curiosity. And one of the main things when you're doing your storytelling and you're hooking people is to also be weaving in and using the power of questions. Because psychologically, when a question is asked to us, our brain wants to come up with a response. So if you're trying to create engaging content, start asking more questions. Sometimes you might use that right in your hook because people are then wanting to come up with an answer and continue to read or continue to watch what it is. It creates that curiosity and it piques their interest to start coming up with the answer. But also think about how can you weave this into your storytelling throughout your post, throughout your live videos, whether it's a genuine call to action or if it's even just a rhetorical question to get the wheels turning for your audience. So let's dive into the five different hooks to create curiosity. So if somebody is scrolling their newsfeed, let's see, you hook them so that they want to now consume the rest of the content. So this is usually typically in a sentence or two. It's usually at the beginning of the post or it's the title for, say, your live video. And so the first one is a little known big difference. So this is a little known fact but it's going to make a hell of a difference and what this is doing is telling that person that this is going to increase their status. They're going to learn some new information and basically this person gets to be the first in the know. So every single time somebody is making a decision whether it's a buying decision and they're on your sales page, if they're deciding if they want to add you as a friend, if they are deciding whether or not they're going to watch your live video or continue to read the posts that you've created. What people are doing psychologically and what we do as consumers is we are consciously and unconsciously Asking ourselves if this action we're thinking about taking is going to increase or decrease our status. So to give you an example of what I mean by that is if you are, say, on a sales page and you're thinking about whether or not you want to join this life coaching group program, in your head you're thinking about, What's the probability? What's the chance of your status increasing and that you're going to have a result from doing this program? You're going to feel better in your life, potentially. You're going to shift towards some sort of desire. But what your brain is also weighing out is what's the chance of you not completing it? What's the chance of you failing? What's the chance of people thinking that you look stupid, of judging you? And this is what our brains are doing all of the time. And this is exactly what somebody's doing when they see something like a little known big difference um, post. They're thinking, oh, this may increase my status. I'm going to learn something new. And when we're learning something new, this generally makes us feel like we're going to increase our status. And we get to be the first in the know and share that with other people. So that's one type of hook that you can be creating. So the next one is this changes everything. Now with this hook, this is typically done around a new happening. It's directly related to a problem that your audience has that they desire to solve. And because this is a this changes everything style hook, it makes your audience wonder if if they don't consume this, if they don't read it, if they don't purchase it, whatever the call to action is, they're wondering if maybe they're going to miss out. So if you have something that's going on and maybe it's, I just learned something when it comes to email marketing that completely changes everything. Or I've just learned something and it changes everything for me in my anxiety management. It can literally be every anything, but what it is, is a, it's a new happening. The next is a well-known, little-understood hook. And so this is the opposite of the little-known big difference. This is something where it's well-known and it's not very understood or it's misunderstood. So your audience is restricting their potential result. They have some sort of missing detail. So you could be sharing with this, say, an industry-wide accepted fact, but the fact that there's actually a disconnect there because something is missing or there's a misconception or something is not quite understood and there's a missing piece of the puzzle that you're now going to shed some light on and help your audience move more towards the result. The next is the crystal ball. The crystal ball hook is about learning something that is about to become a fact. So if it's done successfully, this is going to move them forward and they're going to be, again, the first in the know. So imagine yourself for this one that you are at the table and you have the crystal ball and you're kind of predicting and sharing the future. So in this one you're talking about something that is about to happen. So maybe you've just discovered something or you're sharing some knowledge and it's about to go viral. It's about to blow up. And so by somebody learning what is up and coming, they now have the advantage to go and implement or look into such thing for themselves. So this really helps as putting you in as an authority that you're in the know and you're sharing high value information with your audience before it goes mainstream. Now the last of the five known curiosity hooks is revisiting the fundamentals. So this is often shared when things have become too complicated and you want to drive back to what's actually important. You want to bring things back to the foundation, to the fundamentals. An example of this one would be online marketing and people thinking that they need to be doing a thousand and one things in order to have successful financial months in their business. So I see it a lot where people are thinking that they have to have the fancy logo, have a fancy website, be on all of the different platforms all at once, spend all the time on social media, when really that's really overcomplicating things and a lot of it isn't being done with purpose and with intention. And we need to bring things back to the basics, which is connecting with your audience and solving problems. It doesn't need to be overcomplicated. So just reminding people and driving back to the foundations. And so you can interweave your stories and your lessons, your experiences. Using all of these different hooks, the hook is what gets people to now consume the rest of the content. The content, if you're doing a story share, is your unique story that you want to share to connect with your audience. So let's go into the three different fundamentals of any good story, because this is going to help tie all of this together for you. And this is character, conflict, and resolution. I want you to think back to any good story that you've ever read, had somebody tell you everything from, a, you know, a funny story at a party to the Harry Potter book that you were obsessed with and everything in between, everything from a Disney movie to a good suspense movie to a Stephen King thriller. They all have a character, conflict and resolution. And your stories need to have the same. So you need to give your audience some context of who the story is about, whether this is somebody and you're doing a client share, whether this is you sharing your own unique story or experience, or maybe you're talking about somebody that you know and what is the lesson within that. There has to be a character so that people can emotionally connect and know that there's another human or a living being that's involved in the story that they, they they care about. They're emotionally connected to, which leads me into the next part, which is conflict. There has to be some sort of conflict. And conflict doesn't have to be something negative, but there has to be a challenge. There has to be a struggle. There has to be something where the audience is now rooting for that character. They want to know what the outcome is. They want to know and they actually give a shit. What's the resolution of this? So to give you an example, I recently had a post that was really, really successful on my social media where basically what I shared on there was that I had been waking myself up recently um, with anxiety attacks, a little bit of night sweats, because in just under two weeks, I'm literally flying across the world. And although I've been traveling full-time for a year and a half now, and I've built up a six-figure business, I still am having some imposter syndrome and some self-doubt and a little bit of anxiety because it feels scary and it's triggering some things for me to be literally flying across the world where I don't know very many people and I'm really taking a big risk to go and build my business over there where I don't really have my safety of being somewhere near where I've grown up, where I've always had that over the last year and a half, where I feel like I could easily just run back home and start over if I had to. So it's triggering some things for me. And so what I did was I shared this in a story on my social media recently, and I would say it blew up. There was over a hundred comments on it, over a hundred likes and The post was very engaging and started a conversation. But what I can identify in that is that people were really resonating with the hook that I shared and hooked them in with my human experience and that the story was about me. And the conflict in that story was me doubting myself. And people want to know, like, well, is she going to go to Australia? Is she going to take the next step? Is she going to give up? Like, where is the story going? Like, what is the resolution of it or the lesson in it? And so what I ended up going into was my own share of just sharing that You know, when you have big fears, it means you're probably up to some big shit in your life in a good way. And that's triggering. Which tells me that I wouldn't really want to live my life any other way. I don't want to be stagnant. I don't want to not have discomfort in my life because I'm expanding and stretching my comfort zone. If I'm not growing, to me, what is the point? So I would never actually go back to staying here and not pushing myself. I, I just couldn't do that anymore. So I was able to share my takeaways from something that, you know, was a little bit of conflict. I'm waking myself up in the middle of the night doubting myself where potentially I could have just called the whole thing off and who knows, gone back to corporate. I'm not doing that, but it's something that's crossed my mind where I've asked myself, am I going to become an Australian hobo? Is everything going to crumble when I get over there and all of a sudden I'm not going to have any more clients or any business, which is ridiculous because things are growing faster than ever. So that's just imposter syndrome coming out and well typically just me being human which is what it's all about so start thinking about these real life experiences and think about these three core fundamentals of sharing a story of who's the character who's it about who is it for what's the conflict that's going on what are they facing what is the challenge the struggle the self doubt and what's the lesson what's the resolution so that people feel that they've now Gain something they've now shifted forward they've now learned a new fact a nugget of information they're now more connected with you like what's the result that you're aiming for with the story And I really do encourage you to check in with yourself because you're allowed to use your social media for whatever the hell you want. If you want to just come from a place of ego and share a story just for the sake of sharing a story, you can do that. Absolutely. But if you're really wanting to connect with your audience on a deeper level, if you're wanting to grow your business, which means grow your impact and grow your movement, and you want to be able to use your social media as a place to voice authentically what's going on for you, you can do them all at the same time. And you can use storytelling to get real, get authentic, really share what's going on in your life and your learnings. Because I'll tell you one thing, your audience wants to know that you're human. They want to connect with you. And by being vulnerable and really sharing some of the stories of what's going on for you, the good, the bad, the ugly, they're going to respect you more for it. So don't worry too much about affecting your credibility and your authority, because actually what it's going to do is grow it. You just need to ask yourself, who is it for? And if you were your audience and you were reading this piece of content or watching the live that you're about to do, would it be valuable to them? Would it resonate with them? And is it moving their status up? And is it moving your authority figure up and your connection to your audience up? Or is it decreasing it? And if it's decreasing, then you might need to work out on the copy a little bit, the languaging around it, the intention behind it. But you need to ask yourself those questions because storytelling doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be hard. It just needs to be intentional, and you do need to ask yourself who it's for. Make sure that it's, yeah, it can be for you and to voice your opinion, but that if you want it to grow your business, that you make sure it's for your audience as well. So I'm going to wrap it up here, but remember, you have all of the stories that you need within you, and as you start to create more stories, take notice of it. If you have a shift, if you have a download, if you have a lesson in something, big or small, Start creating a note. Create a library for yourself so then when you want to create a story, you have relevant content and relevant stories to start creating that you can riff off of and jam out with your audience to provide some value for them. I hope to start seeing even more storytelling as I connect with you on social media and see how you use it and how you're starting to pique the curiosity of your audience using some of these hooks and applying the fundamentals of storytelling. I'll see you on the next episode. Hey sister,
1: thank you so much for listening and I trust that you found value in the content shared today. Stay tuned for the next episode. I invite you to come say hi and hang out with us in the Sacred She Sisterhood community at facebook.sacredshesisterhood.com, where episodes happen live so you can ask questions in real time. Until next episode, I'm sending you so much love.